Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. One of the most common things that we hear about doing when you have a spirit or an entity in your home that you want to make the activity slow down or stop is to do just as you would do with a a human being that is acting out or annoying you or causing some sort of issue. You simply ask them to stop, express some discomfort, express, you know, hey, I'd appreciate it, you know, if you just didn't do that because it just gets on my nerves. And most Sane people will be like, okay, no problem. I get you. Uh, And quite often that works with ghosts. I know it sounds silly. It sounded ridiculous to me the first time I heard it. But over the years of doing the show, that if I had to say one method works best, that would likely be it. However, in this next story, that attempt is in fact made without success. It's not meant to be discouraging. It just shows the spectrum of all the possibilities that can happen when you tell a spirit to knock it off. Take a listen. I'm 23 years old. I've never really been scared in my life until recently. I moved into an old apartment building that was built around 1920 until last year. I did not live alone and had not really seen anything. I would say that it started out just odd things happening here and there. I started out on the first floor. Nothing really happened. The next year, I lived on the third floor. Still, I would not have believed it at that point that my fate would be changed. On January 07, I moved to the sixth floor. I thought it was amazing, the biggest apartment in the building, but that is when it all changed. The first thing I noticed was my landlord never crossed the doorway. She'd always send someone else or just peek inside and agree to send someone else in. 
My ex and I lived there for a year together. The first thing that seemed to happen is we had my brother's family over, which included him, his girlfriend, and their eight kids. We settled all the kids to bed and decided to just watch some movies. My brother sat on the couch while his girlfriend and I were in the kitchen and my boyfriend on the chair. My brother just started yelling, What, Les? What do you want? No one was calling him. He states that he heard and felt someone lean over the couch and whisper in his ear. No one was near him. No one else heard it. We tossed the idea out. I had lived in the building two years already and never experienced anything. We figured he was just messing with us and laughed it off. I can admit it now, but that is when my door was opened. I decided to pay attention a little more to smaller details. The next experience happened to me and my ex. I would say it was about 2 a.m., I had just laid down to fall asleep. However, it takes a good half hour for me to fall asleep. My ex was playing a video game. We heard a knock on the door. I ignored it, thinking he would get it, or the person would just go away. Well, that would have been the best just to ignore everything. The knocking did not go away. I got out of bed and we looked through the crack in the door. No one, and I mean no one, was there. I did not know what to believe. My eyes saw nothing, yet my ears heard it. No one on my floor was at their doors or telling this woman to be quiet. I kept thinking, are we the only ones who hear this? She kept screaming, where are you? And let me in. I just kept asking him where she is. And then there would be a knock or a yell, but still we saw no one. We decided to walk away from the door and just get in bed. Leave it at that. Over the next few weeks, I cannot help but feel something else in my apartment. I kicked my boyfriend out in February 08, and that is when things hit the roof. I decided I'd quit my job and find a better one, so I was home almost all day. I noticed that I would put something somewhere, and it would be moved just in a matter of me going to the next room. I had a lot on my mind, so I kind of figured, well, I just need to relax, not think about it. I'll admit, I felt incensed a lot more when I would be mad or another person was with me. When he knew I was alone and happy or relaxed, I could feel him, but it was not that bad, like we had an understanding. He had his space, I had mine. In July, I let my friends and their daughters stay with me. At this point, I was doing good. Nothing happened. Ashley did not stay long, but by August, it was just Jenny, Layla, and me. I worked nights, Jenny days, Monday through Friday. Jenny and Layla were home alone, or they thought. Jenny started calling me before I could even leave work to see where I was. I did not think anything. You think about it, I figured she had a guest over, no biggie. But then it was every night. Finally, I had to confront her. I mean, here I am at work, and she's texting or calling just to see where I am. I could not keep on. I'd gotten home to find Jenny with all the lights on, the TV up loud, and Layla asleep right with her on the chair. Tons of cigarette butts in the ashtray. I asked Jenny what was wrong, and she said I could not take it with the lights off. I cannot stand it quiet. I should put in here that Layla is only nine months. She started to crawl, but is always being held. Jenny explains her happening as this. One night I came home late. Instead of 5 p.m., I came home at 9 p.m. I had some errands to run and stopped off to have dinner with a family friend and hung out with her and her family. Anyway, I came home, got to the apartment. Layla was asleep, so I decided to use the restroom, leaving the door to the bathroom open so I could hear her. Instead of Layla, I heard the doorknob on the front door turn the door open and shut. I asked Amanda, is that you? But did not get a response. I washed my hands and went to the door. The screen door was still shut and locked from the inside. No one was in the apartment. Layla was still asleep. 
I sent you a text. You did not answer right away. So I called. You were still at work. I did not know what just happened, but I, I knew it was not right. It didn't stop there. Jenny would later explain turning the news on and then going into the kitchen and hearing the TV change, but no one being in the room to turn the channel. Jenny started asking, is it easy for someone to get on the floor that does not belong? I explained not only the people who live on the sixth floor or the landlord's people, but no one else unless they had a key for the elevator. Jenny said she would always hear the doorknob, turn the door open and shut, but no one would be there. So she would always check to see where I was. Again, I would brush it off. I explained it's an old building. We're fine, knowing that I believed her as well, but I did not want to. I have a pinched nerve in my back and was off work about a week in September. I was home all day by myself and at night with the girls. I remember the day as if it were yesterday. I can still see him looking at me as if his eyes were not looking at me, but through me. I decided I could not just lie around. I needed to stretch more than a shower or to use the restroom. I was going to make my bed and vacuum. Easy task, right? My bedroom did not have a door on it, and if you looked through the doorway, you could see through to the dining room, the front door, and the front hall area, and the hall leading to the bathroom down to the living room. Depending on where you stand, you can see all the areas. This is happening. I could only see the dining room and front door and the hall area. As I stood by my bed, pushing the cover under the mattress, I felt eyes watching me. I jumped, my phone rang, and I got up from a kneeling position to grab it and happened to glance in the dining room. He was there, staring at me. I had to look away and then glance back, and sure enough, he was still there. He was about 6'4", average build. He was a dark figure. You could make out his eyes and nose. Those eyes, they did not have color. This man was all black like a shadow, only he had dimension. I locked eyes with him for a few seconds and then had to look away. When I looked back, he was gone. I had to talk to someone. I could not stand being there alone with only him. There was no weird odor, and he did not have red eyes. He did not feel evil, but he did not feel right either. My limit was there. I could not go further, and things got weird. Jenny moved out shortly after. She said she just could not live there. So I was back to being alone with this man. I would come home from work at 10 p.m. and just feel like there was someone in my apartment other than me. I could feel eyes on me as I was lying in bed trying to fall asleep, but I figured I'd try my best to ignore him, and he would go away. If he wanted something, he'd have to get it from someone else. I was not going to be part of this. The end of October came fast. I decided to go get my nephew in Arizona and spend a week before coming home. Wrong choice. When I returned home, pictures that were hung on my wall were now lying on the floor instead of upside down like you would think if they'd fallen off the wall. They were not. The weird thing is that the pictures were on the wall, maybe two feet apart, one slightly higher than the other on the floor. They were right side up and somewhere on top of each other in the middle of where they were hung. Not something wind could do. I'm the only one who had the keys. And upon asking the landlord, neither she nor her workers were in there. And this upset me. I have slight OCD and light things in order and know where everything is and can tell if it has been moved a centimeter. I decided I would have, I would leave them there. Why should I play into his games? I did not want this thing to believe he had me scared. I talked to an aunt who is in tune with these things. She told me to talk to him, say what he wanted, or ask him to leave. I decided I did not want to make him mad, so I asked him not to move things. 
I walked into a night and said, I don't want to make you mad. I'll respect you if you respect me and my things. Leave things alone. They're not yours. Well, I think that made him angry. That night, I lie awake in bed texting friends, and I heard a bang in the dining room. I thought to myself, what in the world? I did not want to waste my time on anything, so I ignored it and went to sleep. I woke up that morning to find another picture in the same area had fallen off the wall and the glass shattered. He'd gone too far. I picked up the other pictures but left this new one. I screamed at him. I think I might have seemed a little too loony. Someone looking in, but hey, I am now pissed. Then in 2009, I did pick up the picture after a few weeks, but not after I explained to him that he could stay if he just left things be. Things got good. We again had peace. I knew he was there just like I'm sure he knew I was. I ended up moving out in May of 09. I'm engaged and moving to Detroit. However, the last night in the apartment was the strangest. I lived in the top floor. Not one is above me. I awoke at about 2 a.m. to what sounded like a party going on above me. I lay listening to the old-time music and dancing above, wondering what the hell was going on. I got up and looked out the window, and no one was outside in the front or on the side of the building. I put my ear to the floor just to check, and nothing at all. It was above me. I got back in bed and closed my eyes. I was done with being surprised. Whoever moves into that apartment, which is still empty two months later, I hope the best for them. They just got to remember to ignore him and give him space. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. 
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.